Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back to another Testudo Talk podcast, Instant Reaction. Maryland football just lost to Illinois here at CQ Stadium 27-24 to on a walk-off field goal. Andrew, this was a pretty disappointing loss. I would probably be understating it. For anyone that listened to our preview podcast, we both predicted Maryland to win this game somewhat comfortably. From the start, it just didn't feel right for Maryland. This was a big letdown spot after that Ohio State, that emotional loss. I know you've been talking about uh, you know, your thoughts on this game throughout the night, so, so I'll just put the ball on the tee for you and, uh, and let you, you know, kind of give your thoughts here. Yeah, uh, Maryland played like shit. Um, it, was, it's, it was an embarrassing performance. Um, this is a team that has played, even though their opponents have been pretty weak, their schedule, this is a team that's shown that they have the skill to be a top 30, if not 25 team in the country. They came out flat. Their skill guys looked okay, nothing special. Um, overall, the execution was poor. Um, this is an Illinois team that ranks near the bottom of the conference in both total offense and defense. Um, Illinois quarterback Luke, Luke Altmeyer honestly really torched the Terps. I think he had, I don't have the stats in front of me, but I think it was two touchdowns. Then we could talk about he had uh, He had 235 yards, including his rushing yards. I think he had 205 passing yards. And then, and then on the last drive of the game, Maryland allows two huge plays th- down the sideline that allows Illinois to get into field goal range. Caleb Griffin, who's a really good player, two-time All-Big Ten selection kicker for Illinois, puts it not comfortably through, but it goes through. Um, Illinois takes this one. And, and I think... I, it's an instant reaction, right? So I'm going to say, I don't want to say the world's ending, right? But I, I think you do have to put this in the big picture a little bit, right? Maryland's 5-1. and one. They compete with Ohio State, okay? A lot of people are saying this is a 9-win, maybe even 10-win team, right? And this is Mike Loxley's best roster in five years. That's not debatable. Um, the sky isn't falling, right? Maryland plays Northwestern next week where they should be 6-2, and two, but as we saw today, anything can happen. Um, in the Big Ten. And after that, you have the games against Nebraska and Rutgers, and then you have uh, the two games against Michigan and Penn State. That's correct, right? Am I missing anybody? Yeah, I mean, not in that order, but yeah, those, yeah, those yeah. are the games. Right, I so I think you look at the Nebraska and you look at the Northwestern game, and you say, yeah, Maryland and the Rutgers, you say Maryland probably should have at least eight wins in the season, if not nine. So if you're going to have an eight-win season or a nine-win season, it's not the worst thing in the world. But again, it's just like the Ohio State game. It's the opportunity. You had an opportunity for a huge win. You didn't win. You showed to the country you can compete. Here, you have an opportunity to go 6-1, and one, become bowl eligible at the fastest part of the season since 2001. Fail. Mike Loxley, he was in his presser. He said this was a failure, basically. Um, it's If you're a Maryland fan, I think it's understandable to be unbelievably disappointed in in what happened um and and judging from uh from the maryland fans i've been interacting with and yeah. seeing online it, there is a lot of anger right and now about here's this the game. thing here's the thing right with maryland football you have your three every year well not anymore with the flex schedule every year you have your three games against ohio state penn state and michigan you expect you expect to lose those pretty much this year was a year where you're gifted a schedule almost and you have to take care of business in the games you should win and they did that and today they didn't do that and it's it's a reflection on the coaching staff um that's it's a reflection on the coaching staff and you can kind of go into some of the questionable decisions that were made today yeah i mean i'll uh, i'll start with the one that i think stood out to to most people um it's on that drive where they're down three in the fourth quarter they're driving they're facing third and six with about two-ish minutes left um 
they had just run the ball, I believe, two straight times, right? Or yeah. maybe yeah. maybe they hadn't. But it was they, going for the third straight run. Yeah, and they decided to run the ball out left with Antoine Littleton, which, you know, if they, I guess if they get that play, no one's really thinking about it. But in that moment, you know, the way that their running game has not been that effective this year. I mean, it certainly has not been uh, up to what we expected it would be. Um, to not have Hemby on the field was a little bit weird. And then they decided to run, to run that play, and it goes nowhere. I think they lost a yard. And luckily, you know, Jack Howes makes that kick, which, you know, Jack Jack Howes, you know, another up-and-down game from him. He, he missed another kick, and, you know, it is, it is what it is. I, you know, they didn't lose this game because of Jack Howes. But, um, but yeah, just just a really questionable play call there. We have seen we saw it last week against Ohio State where, where Josh Gaddis dialed up, was it three or four straight runs late in that game in, in an important drive. It just it, – it felt like – it felt way too conservative for understanding the moment, you know, maybe in a vacuum, like Loxley said, you know, they have plays that they feel comfortable that they can get six yards with on the ground. You should have those plays, but that running attack just had not proved itself to the point where I feel like you could trust them with. I mean, I don't think it's an exaggeration to say with the game on the line, I didn't feel like that, that was the right call to make. I felt like they should have passed the ball. And when you have a fifth year quarterback coming back, we've talked so much about Talia. This team has talked so much about Talia and what he means to his team just to take the ball out of his hands there just felt like a really poor decision. Here's what I don't get. Last week, Mike Loxley opens his Ohio State presser, opens the presser up. We win and lose with Talia. Today, no. I mean, he, he just he did not honor that message. Um, so, and I think number another pretty awful coaching decision was at the end of the half, oh, Illinois drives down. They ultimately get, I think, to the five-yard line, oh, you know, ultimately because Jay Sean Barham and and Quayshawn Fuller took. Quayshawn Fuller had the. Uh, Qu- so Quayshawn Fuller had the uh, the hands to the face, yeah. um, and then Jayshon Barham, which just, I mean, I know it's the heat of the moment. I I haven't played college football, yeah. Division one college football, so I'm sure you know it's so much faster when you're out there. But you know, hit the quarterback like a yeah. full second after he released the ball. Just just a dumb penalty from a player that's normally so even keeled, yeah. not likely to make emotional decisions. Really solid player. It was just really uncharacteristic. Back to the coaching decision. You have ten seconds left in the half. Illinois in Maryland's up 14-7 and Illinois lines up to kick clearly going to kick nine seconds left Mike Loxley calls a timeout you're you're, you're icing a kicker for a 21 yard field goal a really good kicker too just it it's makes not, no not a guy that's like makes no prone to miss that and then game. Illinois they go for it they you know they're why not you're you're underdog you're two and four in the season they go Getting for it like they, 40 extra seconds to call up your favorite Short yardage play. And they get a touchdown, right? So that, that, that's a coaching decision. That makes no sense. All right, so we've gone over two coaching decisions that make no sense. Now let's go over, in my opinion, the play of the game that ultimately derailed Maryland, Caden Prather. Go ahead. Remind me of that one. There's so, there's, I, I'm so stuck on these coaching decisions, yeah, I forgot about that. Are you talking about the fumble? Two minutes left in the half. Maryland's up 14-7. Caden, Caden Prather catches the ball, gets down to Illinois' 28-yard line. Maryland has a legitimate chance to go 21 to seven. He's going to the ground. You're up. Yeah. So another one of those moments, you know, late in the first half, where it's, we're working on three straight weeks now of this. I mean, you know, they've talked about cleaning it up, and I know they've talked about cleaning up a lot of stuff, but I mean, th- this is the kind of stuff it just keeps happening over and over again. And when it keeps happening over and over again, it, it's just hard to imagine that this stuff is is anything other than just maybe what this team's DNA is. You know, against Indiana, they have the Jayshon Jones. They run out of time when they're trying to get yards for a field goal, and Jayshon Jones, you know, uses, uses too much time before he runs out of bounds. Uh, the week before, um, they have the check down, or the week after, they have the check down to Antoine Littleton, which which cost them points at Ohio State, which we talked about so much in the podcast last week. 
And then this one there with under two minutes left in the first half, Caden Prather, who, who had a touchdown by that point, they were, they were up seven, Maryland was, with a chance to extend that lead to two touchdowns. And even though they had had a slow start, which we've seen, I mean, a lot this year, even though they've, they've had a slow start, if they score a touchdown there, especially if they score a touchdown, I mean, it kind of undoes all that, it undoes all that. And now, now you're going into the half probably with, with a 14-point lead against a team that, you know, has been kind of a mess this year. And, and they throw the ball to Caden Prather, he makes the play, he, he goes to cut, and the ball just gets stripped cleanly. Um, at first, there's a little bit of debate, but when you look at the replay, there, there's no doubt that ball was out. It just plays like that, and that was that was right before um, the the personal fouls and then the timeout that, that resulted in the touchdown at the end of the half. It was just a nightmare two minutes for Maryland, and it just, it just so embodied what this game was all about for them, just the self-inflicted wounds, the combination of poor coaching, poor execution um, that, that results in Illinois hanging around much longer than Maryland should have let them. And it comes back to bite you. And, you know, uh, we talked so much on the preview about how weak Illinois was, how much of a disaster their offense has been this year. But you wouldn't know which was the better team. You wouldn't know which team was 5-1 and one and which team was 2-4. and four. Illinois Just was watch this team. game. Illinois was the better team. Th- th- this, this, this was a game that, that Maryland should have coasted to victory in, should have been bowl eligible, like you said, should have been 6-1. and one. And, and I know you talked about, you know, you still look at the schedule and you don't want to talk about the sky is falling. And I won't say the sky is falling because I don't believe that. But – Yes, but it's like if we're saying like, okay, well, you could beat these teams, you could beat Rutgers, you can beat uh, Nebraska or whatever. But if you put up a performance like this, I mean, Rutgers is what? Rutgers might be bowl eligible. I don't even know, but Rutgers is off to a pretty good start. Um, you know, Nebraska's on the road. Northwestern is, you know, like Northwestern's not good, but like, I don't know. After this game, I, I can't confidently say that there are any gimmies left on Maryland's schedule. And, you know, they'll make a bowl game for sure. They'll probably win seven or eight games. But it just feels like in this season where it's supposed to be different and it's, this is supposed to be Loxley's best team and they're supposed to take advantage of that, it just felt like this is the kind of game that can't happen. This felt like the same old Maryland from past couple of years and the kind of game that, you know, maybe they would have lost a couple of years ago, but you would hope by this point was, was out of their system. But, I mean, I guess not. I guess, you know, it, it – probably a better team on paper but i mean they're i don't know from what they from what they showed today i think this this game i lost a ton of confidence in what they can accomplish this year emmett do you want to know why maryland football is such a frustrating program go for it past two years settle or settle in past two years and even the past multiple years three and one starts four and one starts be west virginia have someone to get texas Middle of the season comes. The past two seasons, right, when Maryland's had a, a pretty good roster, let's go over this. Last season, you go Last to – season they didn't have – Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're, the midway point of the season comes. It's the sixth game of the season against Purdue. You lose. The season before that, your sixth and seventh game of the season, you lose. This season, midway point, they lose. Every time Maryland, they start off hot and they and they show some, they show some promise. There's this middle of the season struggle that kind of brings them back to earth. Maryland's in this sixth and seventh game, so the midway point, so the end of the first six games and the start of the last six games over the past three seasons. Maryland has, including this, has lost six of those seven games. That is a crazy number, and I think that's why the Maryland fan base gets so deflated by this Maryland team because they show you hope, 
and then they suffer a loss, a back-to-back loss, that's just so disappointing. And, and specifically to this season, right? And see, now you have back-to-back losses. But Maryland against Ohio State, they're up 10 up. They have the ball. They're going to get the ball in the second half. The ball's in their court, quite literally. And Talia Tagovailoa throws an interception, gives Ohio State all the momentum they need to take over in the second half. Today, you're up 14-7. You're driving down the field. It looks like you're going to go up 21-7. to Self-inflicted, self-inflicted mistake. Illinois ties the game. They gain some momentum. They end up scoring the next 10 points of the game to go up 24-14. Get the field goal. It's enough for them to win the game. Maryland's killing themselves right now. It's not the other teams that are beating them. Maryland is beating itself. And that's why that's why this these past two games have been so disappointing. Is the opportunity. This season was an opportunity. These past two games have been an opportunity. And you haven't you haven't been able to take advantage of that opportunity. And again, the season's not over. They're still gonna probably win eight eight games. It's gonna it's gonna they're gonna have they're gonna be in a bowl game, possibly a pretty good bowl game. But it's just the opportunity to right there. Yeah, but, but you know what you need to do now is you need to beat Penn State or Michigan for this to be like a big success of a season because the hope was, I mean, even if you don't beat those three teams, you know, Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State, you know, the hope was the way the schedule is playing out. I mean, this was a gift of a schedule. I don't know if that's exactly the term you just you used a couple minutes ago, but I mean, this is a gift of a schedule. The way this thing was shaping up, I mean, Illinois didn't have a Big Ten win coming into today. Illinois hadn't won the turnover battle in a game coming into today. You know, it, or they had won, but they had just they had lost that game. Like, this was a get-right game after an emotional loss, and instead it turned into a huge letdown game going into the bye week, and now we're going to have a full week to, you know, Maybe it's a good thing that they can get healthy a little bit. You know, there there were a lot of players missing today. But you no, know, we, we we should address that. Like, we should address the injuries because Maryland was missing a bunch of key starters in this game. Yeah, I mean, Tar- I'm, I might forget them. There were so many. I mean, Tarheeb still wasn't playing. Um, Corey Bullock wasn't playing. Uh, fill me in if I'm forgetting it. Corey Deitches wasn't playing. Um, Oh man, I'm I'm either, forgetting them. I'm from getting them all. Either way, the that's, those are three huge pieces to the team. Dante uh, Trader wasn't playing. Dante. Tr- I mean, it's but again, it's not an excuse, right? Yeah, it's Illinois is not a good team, and yeah, I mean Illinois is not a good team. Maryland just lost to not a good team. Does that make Maryland a bad team? No, Maryland is still a solid team. But um, if you didn't lose confidence in Maryland after watching this game, I think you are having the wrong reaction, because you know it was just it was just the self inflicted mistakes. It was just it was the same story from last week. But it was more mistakes, and the only reason the score wasn't as bad is because you're playing Illinois instead of Ohio State. I mean, this was, you know, this 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 was this was a bad performance. You said they played like shit. They played like shit. This this was this was a terrible performance for Maryland. I mean, like what what can we say? And you know, the bye week is coming at I guess the right time because you know maybe you have a chance to 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 stop this this downward spiral a little bit, get healthy. You know, the second half of the season is obviously going to be huge, but I mean. I saw the same three words online on Twitter from from all the people tweeting at me, tweeting at Testudo Times, and there were a lot of people <laughs> doing that. And, and thank you for all for all doing that. Um, you know, sometimes it, it was getting a bit outrageous, but um, the same three words I saw were same old Maryland. This felt like the same old Maryland from the past couple of years. If you had just watched this game, I mean, I said that you wouldn't know which one of these teams had the better record coming into this game. I mean, if you just watch, if you watched this game, you, I would have thought I was watching the 
2021, 2019 Mike Loxley teams from the way they were playing and shooting themselves in the foot in this game. And it was, it was coaching, it was playing, it was everything. It was just a perfect storm. And, you know, maybe it says something about Maryland that they have to play that badly in order to lose to a team like Illinois. But at the end of the day, they played that badly and they lost to a team like Illinois. So I don't know if there's really much else to say about that. Here's what I'll leave everyone with. I, I, I grew up in a, in, a, in a Maryland therapist household and I've been watching this team for many, many years and football's always had this sense of disappointment to it, right? And it's always the false hope, if you will. And today kind of epitomized that. And just, just to go back to what's happened in the past few years, right? Including today, in the latter half of the season, Maryland is a combined five and eight. That's really bad. Wait, repeat that one again? I'm not sure I'm following. Over the past two years, including today, in the latter six games oh, of the season. Oh, in the final six games of the season. Not including season, bowl games, I take it? Not including bowl games. Maryland is 5-8. and eight. Yeah, I mean, part of that is schedule. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it's just something about this team that um, it, it's what we said in the preseason about Talia Tungavailoa, and it's I think it can be extrapolated to this team and really just – to this program and you know this is going to go down probably as us you know we're, we're talking like the sky is falling who knows what will happen with the rest of the season but like it just feels like this team is incapable of putting together 60 minutes of consistent effort we've seen the highs we've talked about the highs on this on this podcast we've talked about the lows but it feels like every game is like these ebbs and flows it feels like there's i've i've I mean, I've been, I'm, we're both, this is our fourth year as students here, and I know the f- our first year was, was a bit screwed up um, and, and, you know, in terms of how many football games are played and stuff. But, like, I mean, I can't remember a game other than maybe, like, when they played Howard uh, a couple years ago, when they played Rutgers last year, because that was just embarrassing for Rutgers. But, like, where they've been the better, like, full 60 minutes, Maryland, better team, and if you can't put that together for if you can't put it together for a full sixty minutes, can you put it together for twelve games? I mean, you don't have to put it together for twelve games, but like, it just feels like it's the consistency with this team. It feels like you, you can see the flashes, but then you have games like this that just like completely take down your opinion of this team. And like you said, there's always like kind of this inevitable sense of disappointment with Maryland football. And this team was meant to be the team that would change that narrative. And it feels like, I mean, we're not going to give up. We're going to keep covering this team, obviously. And, you know, I'm really excited to do that. There's a lot of great games on the schedule, and people should still be really excited about Maryland football and where it could go. But, I mean, there was not a lot of people in the stands today, partially because of weather. But there were not a lot of people in the stands today. Like, I mean, there's going to be a lot of people that just check out after this game that are just going to be like, when's basketball season start? Like, it feels like that kind of performance where it's like, you're going to lose a lot of the fans that, you know, you've been clamoring for that you had, you had a chance to kind of win back. And I think people can kind of accept when you lose to Ohio state, but when you lose to a team like that in that fashion, it's just such a gut punch. I mean, we're, we're shortly after the game. So obviously it's very raw and like we're, we're, we're stuck in the, the instant reaction portion of it, but it's hard to see in like a week that I'll be feeling anything other than just like disappointed in the way this team played and disappointed in this result and not extrapolate that to what I feel about what they're able to accomplish the rest of the season. Yeah. Overreacting is so fun, but uh, no, it's the best part about doing this podcast. It, it so is. We, no, we, can, we it, can overreact as much as we'd like. In, in all seriousness, I, I, I know we laugh, but you mentioned how, you know, the fans kind of check out. It's kind of a yearly thing with Maryland football and they kind of say, when's basketball season starting, right? 
that's a problem. I got multiple texts from different people saying, basketball school, we're a basketball school. I'm not going to any of the football games anymore. No, I got I, I got two texts in the fourth quarter. Well, loose basketball is coming soon. It's it, And I said this to you. I mean, this is going to be a great basketball matchup, Maryland versus Illinois, which I guess I'm feeding right into that narrative, but that's going to be a fun game. No, it's it, it's just disappointing because the, the potential is there for this program, but, well, I mean, there has been a letdown game each of the past three years. This was a tremendous letdown, and I don't know. It's Maryland football. It's... It's not even a letdown against like a good team though. That's what that's what makes this so disappointing is that this was a letdown against a team that I mean not only should you have beat them, you should have beat them convincingly on NBC. I mean Maryland should stop playing national TV games because it seems like every time they're playing national TV games, you know, they put out a performance like this. It's pretty I mean for all I mean let alone the Maryland fans, like for everyone else watching, they're like, "Oh, Maryland sucks." If this is the first game they watch them. I mean, everyone was probably watching Oregon Washington, but like yeah, I mean, there was a lot. Of, there's a lot of people watching this game, watching the Ohio State game, um, which they actually played all right for part of it. But you know, watching watching the Charlotte game, like that that are watching these games and being like, you know, Maryland football. Why are people hyping them up? Why are people talking about Maryland football as one of the better teams in the Big Ten? I still believe that they're a top, I don't know, five team in the Big Ten. But I mean, especially after what we saw from like I one Wisconsin today, I mean, the Big Ten West is a is a disaster, and. Illinois was 0-3 in the Big Ten West. I mean, it was – I don't know what the final score of that game was. It was 7-3 to going into the fourth quarter, Iowa-Wisconsin, which is like – I could do another 20-minute rant on on the Big Ten West because that's just so hilarious to me. But, but yeah, I mean, just what a gut punch of a loss and what a terrible time for it to happen. Yeah. It just uh, seems like worst-case worst scenario yeah, for it to happen yeah, at this point in the season. That's the way to summarize this loss. It's it's disappointing. It's demoralizing. But the season isn't over. Um Maryland is on a bye week next week, which gives us some time to talk about some some basketball coverage. Yeah, we got basketball media day is next week, so we'll we'll try to have uh, some podcast content coming out from basketball media day. Uh, hopefully, talk to some of the players, coaches, you know, get get everyone involved, get everyone excited for basketball season, which is yeah. coming up soon. Obviously, you know, this is a football reaction podcast, so you know we're not going to talk too much about that, but. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's 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 exciting that you have that, and you know, even if you feel like the sky is falling for Maryland football, just know that there, there's still a lot to be excited and about. And basketball's coming. And please keep listening to the podcast, even if Maryland loses more football games. Yes, that's the most important lesson you should take from this game: is keep listening to the Testudo Talk podcast. Maryland football had its deployment, but Deshaun Harris-Smith and Jamie Kaiser are are ready to lead the yes. Maryland basketball program. Yes, you could be very excited about that, and there's still a lot to be excited about the football team. Um, but they'll get a week off, hopefully. Uh, they can get some things right and, you know, come out stronger at Northwestern. If they lose at Northwestern, uh-oh. Well, no. That, that sound, I mean, the alarm bells are already sounding, but then it's like evacuate the premises. Like, this is all hands on deck. If they, con one. Emmett, if they lose at, North, at Northwestern, for reference, I'm, I'm going to the game, so I'll be there will be our representative. If Merrill yeah, loses in, in Evanston. to Northwestern and I'm in there in Evanston live, whew, that, that – that would be uh... – If you're a fan of Maryland football, you should want them to beat Northwestern. If you're a fan of Andrews Rants, you should hope they lose to Northwestern. On that note, thank, thank you everyone for listening. Maryland football fell to Illinois, a disappointing result. But we'll be back uh, next week during Maryland bye week to talk some Maryland basketball.